Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to The Bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Yo, campers, it's Black Lou, and welcome to The Bonfire's Best of the Week. With DJ Lou's girlfriend staying with him, the crew discuss sex during quarantine and how the meaning of safe sex will be redefined when it's lifted. DJ Lou's still ripping them butts inside, loving it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Is your gal with you still? Yeah. She's uh she's over there. She's here for the whole quarantine, huh? Uh I don't think so. I think she might go back in a week. Yeah, one more week? Yeah, stay for two and then leave. Are you getting excited to jerk off with volume again? <laughs> Can I ask Lou how is the sex going? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean how's the sex going? I was gonna make a joke and say, "Can I have a question? How's the pussy?" I was gonna—I thought that was gonna be like that would be the joke I was gonna make, but you do, sort of did that, just in a much weirder guy wearing a glasses and baseball hat in his mom's weird doll room way. What's, what's the sex like? Is it? Might as well have asked how it feel. Describe it. Is it? Uh, Lou, if you would continue. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know, Jacob. What? Need to? I would like to. I mean, I think we would all like to. I'd like to know. Uh, none of us are upset at the question. We're just. I mean, I would. T- I don't want to say it right in front of her. Why is it bad? Is the answer no. bad? <laughs> I guess I don't want to say in front of her. <laughs> it sucks. That's why. She's gonna fucking, <laughs> but she's gonna be fucking weird if I say it blows. Yeah, you so go. It's like it's like a clammy high five constantly. <laughs> Jay said our sex was half-hearted with me on the show with him. Well, I said about that, a very specific experience. What, what am I wrong about? That was fucking quarantine fucking is is almost nil. I got to say, it really, and it's not like I'm, I'm attracted to Christine as I, I ever was. It's just, what's the vibe on that? It's half-hearted. Every day, every day at the end of the night, you get a feeling where you're like, all right, we lived again, everybody. <laughs> like, let's, you're like drained from like uh, existing almost. It's so weird. So I guess Dan's laying pipe constantly with that face. He's making. Can't stop. Can't stop like, he's, like, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. My dick stay wet. No, dude. I think it's <laughs> quarantine. Quarantine's weird, dude. I I probably would say we had sex recently, and my dick was comedically small because of how nervous I was with everything going on. And like she was like, dude, chill out. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, finally I relaxed, but I was like, I have constant scared on drugs, dick, because of, of just being like. <laughs> Look, we're scared of what going on? The virus? No, I think there's like a lot going on, and I was just like stressed oh, out. It's in 50 places. Yeah, yeah. I was just all kind of spread out, and it was just kind of like, I'm not relaxed. I'm not like suave right now. That's almost my point. It's not that I, I, I do want to fuck. Also, keep in mind, uh, for, I think at this point now, most uh, women have, are involved in their second period of 
of the quarantine. Have you know we done I mean? a They've complete been... sync? Have we done a, a, a worldwide sync? Do all women oh. fucking bleed at the same time now? But I mean, it, most women at this point, I mean, we're coming up on a time and they get two weeks. Every woman should have, I mean, you know, that gets period still would have had two probably. And it's just like, so that's two weeks of that. Mm-hmm. Just, they're really just like, I, I, my point being is like, I want to fuck. I just going into it in my mind, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be fucking very good. I think my mind's like racing. So my question for DeRosa is, DeRosa, you're, right. you're a single guy going yep. through this. Is there a feeling from women that they're like, like being like, yeah, I'm lonely as fuck too. Let's talk. Is there a sex thing going on? What's, uh, what's the other version of this? I mean, just basically every day I'm just stroking my gigantic fucking cock, dude. Yeah, Still dude. nice and big. And I play with it. Juicy gallons. Two arm job. It's a two arm job. So he's yeah. symmetrical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, man. I mean, seriously. Uh, are, are you I, look, I've definitely anything? had some. I've had some. I ha- I've definitely had some heightened uh, flirtations during this, uh, but I mean, you know, I'm not really seeing anybody seriously, so it's just kind of like, you know, it's it's it's. I, I don't know if lonely is the term. I mean, it's definitely. Well, my question know. is my my question is is this quarantine st- like stoking the fires of single oh, yeah. people? Single people that are like, I'm alone. I need to find somebody. I oh yeah no it's definitely it's definitely made me uh, a little more interested in potentially settling down but I gotta say the flip side of that is I I, I I'm also questioning it a lot because I'm like well what if I was in a relationship would I like being in one space with somebody right now I don't know that I'm built for that so yeah but I will say this dude I it's it has stoked the fire of of reconnecting like I do a I have an appreciation for for instance like dating in you know the last year had become a little bit of a drag to me because it was just like oh man you got to go and have the dumb small talk and all that now i'm like oh i can't wait to do that again but that's what i i I was wondering if it's going to be like once they ease up on the social restrictions if people are just going to be like going crazy or if people are going to be like scared i don't think they want to go crazy i think people think they want to go crazy and then when it comes right down to it like People are going to be nervous, I think. I agree with Jay. And I think because I look, I think the initial thought through this was like it was like it was like when the AIDS scare was happening and people were like, remember, every comic had that joke back then. Like, can you imagine when they cure AIDS? People are going to be fucking. But Mm -hmm. because everybody thought it was going to be this light switch fix and it wasn't. It was this gradual repair and managing of a thing. And now with this, it's the same thing. It's like we're going to be allowed outside and then you're not going to be allowed to go to bars and then you're going to be allowed to go to bars, but you're still going to have to wear face masks. You know what I mean? It's just going to keep being this thing where it's like, but I can't, I, I will say I am real excited to rock the box again. You know what? I do miss rocking some box. Oh dude. I'm t- yeah. The first I'm, I'm sure there's some fucking kitty cats meowing at the walls inside their apartments. Trying to get oh, out. Yeah. Me and Christine, uh, Showing pink butt. <laughs> <laughs> me and christine uh have already joked about the idea i go man if we ever like we've i don't believe ever ever said this before in our experiences of like hooking up with a chick but i was like i go wouldn't you now every time be like hey uh as soon as you get him goes yeah wash your hands we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna wash our hands right now. i mean i i mean like yeah i think that would be well, such, th- such a regular if, thing you're like yeah, yeah. first first one with with social distancing and the requirements no fucking orgies can happen no gangbangs this is really yeah. hurting a lot of people with some fucking 
zesty sexual this is the, the gang the gangbang community is probably suffering i've never overthought that. uh, that's who i clap for at 7 p.m <laughs> Doing your best. I know it's hard to stay apart. Keep all them dicks. I know, I know you want. I know you want a fucking bowling baller and fill up all three holes. But yeah, it is going to be weird when you're like when I'm with a chick for the first time again, and I'm like, I know this sounds odd. I'd like you to wash your hands before you finger my asshole. Yeah, <laughs> wash my hands before I hook up with a new person. Yeah, yeah. Girl, when if we do have a girl, like I do go. I like wash my hands in Listerine. Isn't that oh, like, courte- you know, like courteous? Get, no, you're absolutely. I guess I do too. Also, and I think about that because uh, I smoke cigarettes. Yeah, no, I really do. Whatever, me, and, me and Christine both will. When I used to, when I used to drink, I never washed my hands. Oh, I did some dirty sex drinking. <laughs> you know how many? You know how much? You know how much fry grease I shoved up vaginas in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I told you guys about the story about the waiter that worked at Dos Caminos that uh, my friend Kelly, who's a bartender, caught him washing his balls in the sink. <laughs> in the uh, Christine, uh, Christine worked there. It was in the PDR bathroom. It was in the, you know, on the back in the private dining room. She walked in and he didn't lock the door and he just had his fucking nuts in the sink. And it was just. I will say one thing I'm not looking forward to is the uh, unveiling of what these boxes are going to look like at the end of this thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. know. I, I, I broke and uh, I broke and I shaved my quarantine bush. I had to, dude, spice, dude. I had to spice it up for my lady. I, did too. I tried to microwave wax my own box in the kitchen and it was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I got like halfway and then just shaved the rest. It's like trying to make soup dumplings at home. She has a God of war scar on the side of her chonch. Campers. What's up? It's black Lou again. And after escaping the city for the quiet of upstate New York, comedian and cooking aficionado Joe DeRosa created controversy and delight after making a hometown classic for his housemates, The Zep. Joey made today, by description, one of the most grotesque sandwiches <laughs> by recipe that you could ever describe. And I took a fucking bite into it, and I wish there was 12 more inches of that fucking sandwich. It was so... <laughs> On paper, it's, it's, on it's, paper uh, the sandwich has no shot on paper. I don't think What it is. is it? Joe, can you lay it out on paper for us? Okay, so I grew up in Narstown. Uh, I need a fucking Springsteen <laughs> song behind it. <laughs> blue, new, blue, blue, new, growing up in Narstown, making sandwiches every day. I walk here in sandwich land. They have a sandwich. They have a sandwich from Narstown. It's a it's a it's it's only in Norristown. It's called the Zep. And what the Zep is Hold on. I've had the Zep when I stayed with you and your parents when we did that yeah. show. Yeah. Remember dude, my mommy sandwich. and daddy took us to get Zeps. <laughs> so it here's what the sandwich is. Uh, it's a Kaiser roll or you know, or or a hoagie type roll. Provolone cheese, oil, lettuce, tomato, salt, pepper, and oregano, and then a salami that is called cooked salami. <laughs> And the actual name for it is is Kodo salami. So it's not Genoa. Genoa is like a tart salami. It's not a beef salami. It's almost a bologna-like salami. It's almost like salami and mortadella mixed together. Right. What you're leaving, what you're leaving out here, Joey, completely Wait, is is the brand that it no, is. No, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to okay. it. I'm gonna get to okay. it. So that kind of salami is very hard to find. Like a lot of delis and supermarkets don't carry it. So over the years, I would want to make this sandwich, and I could never find the salami. And then one day years ago, I was in the supermarket, and I was in the 
Oscar Mayer section. <laughs> and I saw that Oscar Mayer made Kodo salami. And I was like, well, fuck, man. I might as well try it. Like, maybe this will be good enough. And I was hesitant myself. And I went home and I used it. Goddamn, it was spot on the fucking money. So, can I ask a foolish white trash question? Yeah. Oscar Mayer's pretty top shelf. Let me mean that for one second. Listen, no meat is supposed to be shaped like the package. Feel comfortable? I like about Oscar Mayer is I can dig it off the side. <laughs> under my finger where I can pull it up. I'm very uh, good at drawing it out. Jay, <laughs> Jay, not just shape like the path package, perfectly shaped like the package. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what else is? You know what else? 360 is? degrees of perfect circumference. <laughs> Sultans of meat. You know what else is formed like that? Cranberry out of a can. Suck my dick. That's the most delicious cranberry. It I is. Know, it's the only cranberry sauce I'll eat. Is the one that shape. Yeah. If it doesn't have if it doesn't have the odd rings of the tin can built into the jelly itself, then I don't. I won't even. There's no point in cutting always, it up. I, I always, agree. I always, I prefer food that looks like it just took off tight pants. Oh, dude! If anybody, <laughs> just you know, when you listed the ingredients of this sandwich, you might as well have told Jacob that you made his fucking arsenic pops because that is all <laughs> things he would never put into his body. No, so, never hoagie so, bread. <laughs> So, I also, yeah okay so keep going uh, so jay and i were at the supermarket christine we were all there and i go I, i'm gonna buy the ingredients to make this sandwich because i saw that they had the by the way the oscar meyer kato salami is hard to come by too but you'll run into it a little more frequently so when i saw that they had it i got all excited i go i told jay the ingredients and christine the ingredients i said i want to make the sandwich christine immediately goes i won't eat that Literally, like, like disgusted, like disgusted. It was such eats, judgment. This bitch eats cranberry salad. She wanted your fucking sandwich. <laughs> fuck her. She wants free range cranberries and a fucking sandwich that doesn't taste good. Get the fuck Dan, out of here. Dan, Jay did this move. Me? <laughs> Jay did this move, Dan, and I know you know this move with Jay, where Jay just goes, oh, "I'm not, I'm not against. I'll try it." You know what I mean? Like that, that. Jay blow off where you're like he doesn't want this at all this fucking <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> Joe, if I would if I would have seen that yellow packaging, I would have asked if we're gonna make mayonnaise tacos. That's where, you, that's where you put mayonnaise on a slice of meat and roll it up. In yeah. a little fucking... <laughs> so, Dan, we're checking out the supermarket. Man, I'm getting nauseous. <laughs> Oscar Meyer, Oscar Meyer meets Dan. From surface to top of meat is is a good is a good quarter inch. <laughs> I love a thick I love a thick bologna sandwich. I'd almost call it a hank of meat. There's no other it's, it's, meat. There's no other meat to make a bologna sandwich with than Oscar Mayer. Come on, dude. Oh God. As a kid, as a kid Oscar Mayer bologna, I had a lot. As a kid. Oh, dude, Cotto salami immediately, Joe. On seeing that packaging, I didn't even. I would have swung at that pitch all day. That looks turn, delicious. Turn, Christine, turn sideways again. Christine. Christine, God damn it! <laughs> Sideways again. That is two pieces of salami in there. That's great. It's a training wheel. It's a training wheel of meat. Yeah. So, can you give us? Can you give us a nutrition fact? What's the sodium yeah. on one of those things? Yeah, I would like, like to know the nutrition sodium. facts. Come back with the nutritional facts. It's not going to be high. No, no, it's, it's going to be real be bad high. for you. It's going to be somehow worse for you than bologna. It'll be astoundingly <laughs> bad sodium. for you. 
I feel like Baloney's getting a bad rap. Hi, I'm so, Dan Soder from Big Baloney. And Dan, <laughs> Dan, we're checking out of the store, right? I I get yeah. a, I asked Jay. Jay went to the deli counter, and I asked Jay, "Give me a pound of provolone cheese." He goes, "All right." No faith. We're checking out of the store. I have in the checkout four packs of the Kota salami because I know this sandwich is so fucking good. We're gonna want to go back to the well. Oh, Jay yeah. judges me harshly for four packs, talks me down to two packs. Right. I go, all right, dude, we'll just get two. I make the sandwich today for the first time. I give it to Jay. Evans takes a bite, admits defeat, and says it's pretty fucking good. Jay eats a whole, you know, the sandwich, you know, regular size, whatever. And I go, do you like it? And he goes, yeah, it's good. And I'm like, I can't read him if he likes it or not. He walks away. Ten minutes later, I hear him go, God damn, that was a good sandwich. <laughs> I got to tell you why we're going to be happy we only got two packs of this. First ingredient, mechanically separated chicken. Yeah. Slim Jim, Slim Jim sandwich. Don't ruin ingredient, it. Beef parts. What is it? Beef, beef parts? parts. What? Ingredient, pork. Oh, man, now I feel it in me. Now I feel it inside of me. Fifth ingredient on meat, corn syrup. Yeah, dude. Right, you gotta let it wrong you with that. Do, yeah, nothing <laughs> wrong with that. What are you, a fucking uppity white bitch at a party? Christine, <laughs> guess what? Guess what? Sticks that chicken with that heart with that pork. <laughs> Damn, sure. You gotta have dude. some glue. What's <laughs> gonna hold the beef? What else is gonna hold beef heart to separated chicken by a machine? <laughs> we have not in this order. There's ground mustard seed, uh, sugar, and then about six chemicals. It's hyping glorified. Brown mustard seed? Fuck that sandwich. <laughs> Evans, when it comes to this sandwich and this meat, I'm fucking Liam Neeson and taken. You are not taking me off of my mission right now. I will yeah. you will not that those ingredients will not stand between me and having six more. Christine, honestly, you it's funny to me because it's like I feel like you um like when you read those to me, I'm like, yeah, that's probably what should be in there. That's what gives it its sweet, salty, snappy taste. Yeah, dude. You, mix, <laughs> you just substitute, Joe. You just substitute their rebranding, calling it Kota Salami, and you just say what the sandwich really is. Like, I got to get you the sandwich I grew up on. It's called the <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Kaiser roll. You know, it's a Kaiser roll. It's got uh, oil, lettuce, tomato, a little vinegar. They got some red onion on, uh, some, some onion on there, a little provolone cheese, really nice. Little mechanically separated chicken heart. <laughs> the thing hearts. They have so to say mechanically pork? separated by law, probably, because yeah. why would you why would you tout that? It's made of chicken nugget. It's salami made of chicken nugget. And yeah. that's the same thing it's in pink Slim Jim. Too. It is. It's pink it's slurry. Are you, are and you, I will tell you this, I, I, what was interesting too, which was to, to throw a negative of why we should have uh judged this a little bit early, is that I will tell you for a fact. Nobody who worked in the grocery store was even aware that the product existed, nor that they had it. <laughs> now, Jay, oh, that all said, will you eat it again? It? You will revisit the sandwich, yes, Jay? I gotta get it. I gotta. I really wish Christine wouldn't have read that to me because I, I, yeah, my heart of hearts, it was delicious. But now I feel like inside of me is like. I mean, the ingredients sounded, like sounded like a fucking sounded like a fucking uh, like voodoo potion. Yeah, but yeah. Jay, you, but Jay, you eat like McDonald's and stuff like that, and that stuff. Yeah, like, come on, dude. That's got all that kind of shit in there. Yeah, come on, dude. About it. I was gonna say when I uh, when I lived Liam up in a, Newt, uh, the yeah. hair from your enemy. He goes, ah, yes, Ravens eggs. 
and also <laughs> the tail of a bat. A gorgon eye? What do you think of that fresh less gen Genoa you got from the deli counter? Fucking vitamin uh, steak. Just, it's the same fucking shit, man. No, that's just that's just that's just uh, circle steaks. <laughs> for you, that's different. That's a whole different thing. You know, a, an Italian hoagie is a, is a mix of like you know several meats they put together. You know, they line it with like salami, ham, capricola, gall, prosciutto, all that shit. For some reason, this this hunk of canned meat. Simulates the taste of several meats together. Very well. So it's like it's like it's like getting it's like getting all of your hoagie meat in one compressed slab. Campers, Jay, Christine, and Jacob tried to convince a still skeptical Dan Soder and Joe DeRosa to watch their new favorite show, Supernatural, by describing one of their favorite episodes to date. Enjoy. For me, I think I'll pass. A bunch of good-looking white people walking around. I I live that shit every day. Thanks to Jay and Dan. I don't need to watch it. I know you guys are never going to jump on the supernatural train, but it's always fun to bring up a little thing that's ridiculous about it and let Jacob get off because this was a great. There was an episode we watched one last night on our way to bed, and I, I've been nodding off on the ones going to bed sometimes, but this one had me all in. There was a, there's a werewolf in town. He's ripping out, he's ripping out and eating hearts. And then uh, for the first time ever in the show's history, the super hot chick who they're protecting is is interested to fuck the other guy, not oh, the, the backup, backup brother. Backup brother. Sam. She's Sam. all about it. Sam, yeah, she's all about it. And uh, they're hanging out one night, and, they, and they're pretty sure that she's, they go, they go, wait a second. I think she is a werewolf. <gasps> the big, uh, and then they tie her to a chair one night. Pause real quick. Okay. We're, have her tied at the chair. Jacob, how hot of a lady is this? Is she a CW10? Hottest vampire uh, werewolf in the history of werewolves. I'm, really I'm surprised he's surprise no, saying that. She was very pretty. One. Certainly really? top three. That top surprises three. me because I'll tell you this, Dan. She's a very, very, very pretty girl. I couldn't tell. And Christine said it, actually, and I agree with her. I don't know if this girl is 25 or 47 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but she's tied but, all right but back to the story she's tied to a chair i just needed to know Jake. To a chair uh the what we all know to be the hotter brother goes out to find the head werewolf the one that turned her because if you kill him th some of the theories say that she would turn back to a human Ooh, this is so funny she's hot dude she's very hot i didn't say she wasn't hot i'm just saying like picture to picture she sometimes she looks much older yeah, I see she what you look mean. as old. That's all. She, I, I'm not arguing she's hot. She goes from hot to young mom real quick. And also, he said she was the hottest werewolf ever, which I wouldn't argue that so much. I, I, she's definitely not the hottest girl that's been on the show so far. Um, but anyway. I will say if, if it's a toss up between hottest girls so far, when that is an extremely difficult conversation. Jacob, you could toss up to whatever you want, buddy. It's either for me, I think it's still Alana Tal. Or uh, it's the, uh, the the demon at the crossroads, the first demon. Does she turn full wolf in the episode, or does it just turn like Jack Nicholson wolf, where it's just a little fuzz? Jack Nicholson, not not even Jack Nicholson, no fuzz, just no a fuzz. hot chick, just a hot chick with contact lenses and werewolf teeth. That's, and that's it. Now, dude, she should go like full four legged. You know what I mean? Piss, piss by squatting her ass down. Buddy, they're on they're on they're on a C they're on a C dub budget, buddy. Yeah, there's a CW budget here. She goes, sorry, I was holding that werewolf piss for about three months. I would propose that it's not even a budget thing. I would propose that it's 
the shitty executives at CW at that time, knowing that they had Dawson's Creek or whatever the fuck else teen hits they had. And they said, no, we can't have monster monsters. We have to have like sexy monsters. Yeah, sexy monsters. You know they go, mean? guys, can we have monsters that we, we want monsters to want to crawl into your window? Joe, by the way, let me, let, me, let, me, let me finish explaining the thing so we can discuss the, the whole idea here, if you don't mind. Because like, uh, we could, I could solve the question you're saying right there, Joe, and, and okay. telling you that the, uh, when the handsomer of the two handsome brothers goes out to kill the werewolf, he does kill the werewolf. Um, and that werewolf, the one that turned her, was also just a man with contact lenses and werewolf teeth. Uh, there was there was not even like a little more fur, maybe some furry cheeks, some ears. None. But he's sexy None. too. They, I they bet. didn't change. They didn't change the not, ears. He was not sexy. He was a regular looking guy. No, they didn't even give him wolf ears. I'm sorry. There's a big pro thing with that too. The guy, that guy that was killed, who made the hot girl a vampire, was the nerd that lived directly across from her. It turns out that had a crush on her, but she had no interest in him because. He was just a dork. Oh, well, we just saw who Jacob identified with, the werewolf. Um, yeah, I was really pulling for that guy in the end. Christine, you did fantastic work. That hit me hard. Yeah. I come down on Christine when she's done bad. I like to do good when she, I like to give her a pat when she does good. Christine, please bring up again. Jacob, you're welcome because you would have never thought of this yourself. And there is that werewolf girl nude. You're welcome. Good job, dude. Wow, that's a weird thing to call Christine. <laughs> yeah, dude, her. I meant her. I meant this girl. Good job, dude. Good tits, dude. But look at her little bunny tits. Yeah, her great. tits are a little more uh, upsetting than I, uh, I thought they were going to be. You know what? That's not true. First of all, I think they're really nice tits. And also, I uh, I, I thought they, I think they're actually bigger than I thought they would have been. She didn't really seem to have uh, heavy tits in the show. Jay, much like her face aging from scene to scene that her tits also from yeah. the box look great and weird yeah, goes, at one point you're like is she 21 and then the other one you go wow what a life lived yeah her tits really have an <laughs> angle huh he kills that werewolf they believe because as the night goes the girl turns back to herself they believe they've uh solved the solution and then they go or they solve the problem they go all right so we're we're gonna hang out one more night just to make sure you should be fine, but let's just hang out one more night to make sure you're not a werewolf. And then she, uh, and then, a f then the, the handsomer brother leaves. So Sam, I'll say Dean, Dean leaves. So Sam can fuck the chick and they fucks, they fucks sensuous and they fucks good. Then kissing. they never stop kissing the whole time. Really? And they, there's close up on it. There one. And as someone that hasn't seen, is there one where her legs are wrapped around and he's grabbing her from the back? Like, pow, 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 pow. Yeah, I called it. There is, dude. He gives her the biz. He holds her up in the air. He blasts her. Pow, And then, oh, is there one where he's grabbing her lower back and they're doing the Cinemax writhing? Yes. All yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, they Cinemax, really did. Cinemax they, writhing is. It's a very sensual scene. Oh, sensual scene. Uh, he actually won me back with his, his fuck action in there because. <laughs> Dean. Please tell me Go we can ahead, keep Dean. that as a drop. Please tell me, DJ, that we can get. He won me back with his fuck action. <laughs> I can't. Can't we just have a conversation? Yeah, no, we can't, Jacob. It's just that is one of the funniest sentences I've ever heard in my life. He won me back with his fucking. Wrong, action. Jay. <laughs> is it, no, he laid. He laid it down. Also, his body is top notch. Yes. Do you think now, nah, as a, as an outsider, let me ask a supernatural question that might even be foolish. 
is Sam's body more banging than Dean's body? Is Dean like the better face and Sam's the body? Yeah, it may be, but, but it depends what you're going for. DeRosa and I are in the market for a hard body. Yeah, I think Sammy's more of the uh, Sammy's more of the chiseled, and Dean's just got like a good. You're looking at different scene like a Dean's got a Mark Norman body. Uh, you know, what I mean, uh, Mark's yeah. like, uh, he's just now. like he's got like Mike Mark just has like a good shaped body, but he's not like like chiseled or anything. Yeah, they're both like, and, that, and this guy's chiseled. So they fucks, they fall asleep. Sammy wakes up in the morning. She's out the window, full wolf again. <gasps> Doberman Pincher. Calls them hours later, says, I'm here. I don't know where I'm at. Don't know how I got here. Pick me up. They pick her up, bring her home. And then she goes, listen, like, I'm very sorry. There's, there's not a cure. For, we thought That's the only thing we know that could have cured this. And so that's, that legend is false, I guess. So uh, I don't know what to do. And then Good fuck is the only thing they could have cured it? Did I miss something? No, the killing the, the vampire, the werewolf that bit her. They thought that was going to release oh, oh. her. I thought Jay was saying after they fucked, the guy was like, we're sorry. This is the only thing that could have cured it. What? That'd be a way of to get fuck a dumb girl. It'd be like, uh, it's like, I think you're a werewolf. She's like, oh, my God, what would I do? And you go, there's only one way to cure it. Do you have a fireplace? Yeah, up the poop chute. Do you have a fireplace and do you love defined abs? Um, so she comes back to the house and, and they're like, we're sorry that we thought that killing the other werewolf was the cure, but I guess there's no cure. And, you know, and even she's like, I, I can't just go on killing people in the middle of the night. Like I'll break free from wherever I'm trapped. There's no, which by the way, while they looked for a cure, they probably could have found a more secure way to lock her into like something, a vault at night or some shit like that. Only the full moon days, by the way, keep in it mind. sounds from everything I've heard. I thought that. Everything I've heard you guys talk about on this show, just being described to me, it sounds like all these people do like, they give like hot people effort. It's all hot. It's all like <laughs> third. It's like third base, starting on third base, fucking hot people energy where they're like, well, I think we should look for the werewolf. And it's like, turns out that doesn't work. Oh, well. Anyways, we banged. And then we went and got eggs. In relation to their looks, they're pretty thorough, actually. They're pretty thorough. And, and they really do care about people. They don't want other people to get hurt. Hang on, Joe. Before you ask the question, let me uh, say the thing. Yeah. Because uh, what I was saying before is I've only thought about it right this minute because I'm so blown away by the next thing I'm going to tell you. But you're absolutely right. There are. She's only going to change for the full moon cycle every month. Yeah. And in that time, you could probably find, like I said, some sort of a thing. They figure a lot of shit out, some sort of a vault to keep her in those nights that she could sleep in until they figure out if there's a cure. Uh, they, 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 know, they, know, they know all kinds of across the uh, country, uh, witch doctors and all kinds of goofy shit. So there's probably a solution. However, she also being hot and making a rash hot person decision, she goes, <laughs> Dean's right, Sam. The only way to do this is like I have to be killed so i don't kill any more people and she's like i want you to do it and he's like no way and then him and then sam and dean go in another room another room for a two-minute conversation and he's like <laughs> sam i'm not gonna make you do this but she's right it's the only way like i'll go do it i'll do it for you and then sam goes no she asked me to do it and he takes the gun and then he just stares <laughs> this is christine you might be able to find the scene he, he's his, he's crying very much. The tear, they show tears run down his face. Dude, and then, you, guys, you guys saw that sex. And then he walks off into the other room. And then it shows Dean gets one tear, 
down the eye, and then you just hear like this fucking like the what's the dog? What's the dog? Old Yeller. Yeller and you just yeah. hear, and then the screen just goes blank. It's the end of the show. He just went in the other room and killed the girl. He just fucked teary eyed. It's dude, hilarious. Like look away. Uh, you're so pretty. Look away. Also, oh how do you explain that to local authorities? No, dude. Buddy, that's so a question I ask almost every episode. This is an apartment building in San Francisco in at 10 a.m. in the morning. They they're wanted. And they're wanted by the FBI, by everyone. They're public, public enemy number one. They just well, drive also, afterward. Also, what a great way to get rid of a chick you don't want to talk to. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're a werewolf. And I think you're a werewolf. You spent two months convincing her she's a werewolf and that you have to kill her. But you have to go commit several murders in her and be Look what you did. Look what you look at all these dead cats in our apartment. You did that. Listen, her being a hot werewolf has nothing to do with budget. And it's got no, it, the no, other, her not. The other. The other. Into a hairy wolf, I'm saying. Yeah, I know. But the other guy that you, the way you justified the argument that it was a budget thing was, well, the nerd that bit her is also just a man with fangs or whatever. That's you're starting at the wrong end. He's a man with fangs because they had to make her a hot wolf. And then they were like, we can't make the guy a full wolf either now. This is what we have to go with for our werewolf prototype because we want her to be a hot wolf because then when the guy fucks her it's not weird and you're kids right. at home think it's cool you're right. if she was shag if she was shaggy and fucking like <laughs> if she was shaggy like for sure like he absolutely like when he was like she was like i think the only thing is to kill me and he goes sam you want me to do it? he's like no i'll do it dude i'll put her down she's fucking wolf, dude. you see her yeah jay goes this thing's half mutt i don't even she, know what she, she is she she grew two feet Hey guys, it's DJ Lou. On Thursday's quarantine tapes, third Mike Joe DeRosa comes through in a huge way for the show by talking about the fact that his therapist's first love is not therapy. It's not so easy. Enjoy this hilarious long form clip. He's a nice guy, uh, but I have a new therapist. And he's got How some. new? Like, have you met in person yet? Uh, no, we've only met during quarantine over Zoom. That's weird. I don't even know what his body looks like. It could be a human head or a robot. <laughs> robot leg. It is his sp like spider that? legs. <laughs> if, you yeah. the fact that if you think the fact that they've only spoken uh, over the computer is weird, yeah. What do you think this guy's take on the? On, oh, this is great on therapy. So he uh, told me. That he is involved in the entertainment business. Uh, he does know the owner and operators of Gotham Comedy Club, Chris Mazzilli. He's dropped that name to me a couple of times now. I would already be out. I would already be out. And his, oh. his advice to me frequently when I tell him that I'm in the depths of horrid depression during this, during yeah. this quarantine and I don't know which way is up anymore and I fear I'll never see the light of day again, all these really intense things. His advice to me is always that I should try doing Zoom comedy shows. Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. How is that man not stripped of every license that you need? This guy, that is, he's trying to get you to kill yourself. Dan, that is, that's the only way I can say anything to you. Dan, this I'm gets so much better. This gets so much better. Oh, Jay, this can't get better than a therapist recommending Zoom comedy shows. He, he, he keeps suggesting it to me and every... What, but Joe, hold on. Yeah. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm going to interrupt with questions that I have as they come into my brain. Number one, does he think 
how does he pitch the idea of you doing a Zoom comedy show? All right. You be me and say a say a, okay. say a hard Ready? thing in your head. I go. So you know, sometimes I just wonder why the entire thing I've pursued my entire life is no longer available, and if if I should even stick around. You know, I just I feel like what's the point unless I have an outlet. I know that this is a, a tough time for a guy like you, and might I suggest they have these things called Zoom comedy shows, where people I mean, are going into Zoom. Oh. <laughs> that you're still talking to this guy is <laughs> i know you're depressed because you don't have the fucking spine to walk away from this shuckster of a therapist what am i walking away from where am i going i got nowhere yeah. i got nowhere to go i got i nobody to talk to on most days <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm were you even sure he's a real therapist it might just be some guy that started zooming me <laughs> you know what i mean that, like, i don't know what's, be, what's going on here Hey, what a case he, scenario. He's a guy you accidentally zoomed that just went with it. He said he's involved in entertainment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So I don't want to blow up a spot too much, but he did. Oh, shit. <laughs> he told me he's a. He told me. He's, <laughs> I'm so scared he's going to see this. He told me he's a professional whistler. <laughs> Christine, bring up her. There you go. What? And Andrew Bird. He's great. You know one? Wait, what? I mean, he opened for Ani DeFranco, so that's why. He's a professional whistler? Yeah, he's like a one-man band, and a lot of it's whistling. Christine, maybe not so much your professional whistler, because it seems like it's a concert. Let's just see a person who whistles professionally. Aw. Also, how do you get involved in the game? Are you just sitting around being like... like, Got to say, more of our time in session has been taken up with my questions about that. Yeah. But I know what you mean, Jay. It's like you want to see a uh, like a guy doing like Flight of the Valkyries <laughs> all whistle. <laughs> yeah, yes, like, I, yes, I know what you yes. mean. <laughs> you want to you want to see Fantasia. that fucking guy uh, that we just watched is like Joe's therapist's hero. They're not even on the same yes. like like him watching. I bet he like he he uh, mouths the whistle but doesn't do it as he's watching it. Or he's like, oh, that guy's doing this. You know how people like uh, basketball players will dribble basketballs as they're watching basketball on TV, like the NBA? That's what whistlers do. So, I can tell you this right now. If my therapist was a black man in a tuxedo, I'd be at a fucking Zoom comedy show right now. I'd listen to what <laughs> I told me to do. Listen to this cummerbund wearing son of a bitch. Yeah, this smooth yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, did you ever, did you have him whistle for you at all? No. <laughs> it's weird enough we're doing therapy over no, I mean, god damn it, maybe I should. I should I'm sorry. I this way, that all too quickly. And do me a favor, do a stopwatch from the last sound of that sentence coming out of your mouth before he starts whistling. Start a stopwatch because I'm telling you, he is he can't believe that you haven't asked for his works yet. Yeah, he go he gets frustrated after every session and he goes. Maybe I should just lead with it next time. He's like, I don't know if I've got to bring up a professional whistler before this guy's going to ask me to whistle. I mean, like, he goes, maybe, you know what? Is he, is, is he just accepting that I am or is talk- he, does he just not believe me and doesn't even want to get into it? He talks to his wife at night and he goes, all right. So I think like I'll start the Zoom call with a whistle and then act like he walked in on me. Oh, Joe, I didn't know you were coming in that early. So look at the time. I'm sorry. My, I got away from me. I was whistling straight for about 15 minutes. When I ask him finally, he's gonna go, I'm gonna do you think you could whistle a little bit for me? He's gonna go, uh, thank you. You know, yeah. what I mean? the guy Christine showed is there's pops and tweaks to that. You know, what I mean, he's got like a, some bells and whistles on it. So that's like, if, if it makes sense, that's uh, 
That's like saying the best comic in the world is Carrot Top. You know what I mean? It's like there's some there's some sort of a, a caveat to that. You know Jay, what I mean? But Jay, I would I would disagree with what you just said. I think the guy that Christine showed has a has restraint and class. I think that guy would be like, you think I can't be out with a fucking tuxedo and a telethon if I wanted it to be? I don't fucking whore myself like that. He sprinkles it in, dude. He you knows his abilities are. Right, He's not showing up. Uh, hold on real quick. Joe, if you do not, on your next session, immediately bring up <laughs> Geert Chartreau, like you, know the, like you know the world, if you don't bring it up, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. You know what would be funny, dude? If you go, if you just like play this through your speaker and you go, you go, Doc, I've been like trying to do some uh, whistling myself. I was intrigued when you told me what you do and then just play Geert Chetro's whistling yeah. and then and then see if he goes like, Joe, that's really, really good. Or if he goes, Joe, that's that's Geert Chartreau. All right. Like, I don't, please don't throw me, don't throw me one of his biggest hits and then try to pass it off as your own. It's just, yeah, it comes off. Goes, you're gonna oh, let me do relationship. I can't work with something like yeah. that. Hey, Joe, you're going to shit in my mouth to call it cheesecake? Get the fuck out of here. He goes, you know who I just got off the phone with? Geert Chartreau. So, let me go with some bullshit. Uh, well, he happens to be my child's godfather so i don't know yeah we were we were at the invitationals together all the <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a, like a whistling tournament that we don't know about. so anyway so, so but because but, here's the thing every time i'm with a therapist i swear to god my whole goal in therapy is is a tony soprano approach i want to talk as little about my job as fucking humanly possible yeah. i hate talking about it <laughs> uh and it seems the more I try to not talk about it with him, he kind of he kind of pushes me, you know, maybe to open up with it a little bit more. And I was telling Jay, I started getting hints of like, does this guy treat other comics? I feel like he treats other comics, and he and he wants to tell me that he treats other comics, but he's not allowed to tell me that he treats other comics. And he really, you know, like he told me one time about an open mic he was doing. Oh no! Going on, and no. I, was like, I was like, this guy wants to be—he wants to bond with me a little bit over the biz because he thinks that that's going to be a point of healing <laughs> for me. And it's not. It's not. And I—I I can't be like. I w I'm always jealous of those cat. Like I watch movies, and the character will be like, say to their therapist, like, y you sit there and you stare at me. What are you doing? What am I paying for here? They're so open, and I'm like, I wish I could do that with therapists, but I'm always like treating them like a wait a waitress that's doing bad. I'm like, no, no, no it's fine. Don't worry. No, 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 it's okay. No, it's great. No, great. No, 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 no. I'm glad you forgot my dad died. No, it's yeah. good. It's, it's fine. That wasn't necessary. I didn't need to go over it. So, uh, so I was like, Jay, I feel like this guy wants to do comedy or wants just wants to talk comedy. And Jay and I started doing a thing. We stopped immediately because it was making me laugh so hard. We started just doing like him, like pitching you. And the therapist <laughs> slipping bits in. Bits, dude, for sure. So funny. <laughs> That's so funny. The thought you know, of what? by me. And it's like, I mean, you know, did it sound like a bit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like a... He goes, why would you? Do you think he would? You think you'd use that? Like, could could you use it? He comes in and he's like, Joe, I was late for my appointment with my multiple personality. I told them, you all start without me. Doc, are you running bits on me right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no. He goes, yeah. <laughs> he goes, dude, I'm telling you, I, I had quite the day. One of my clients, uh, you know, having a problem with commitment. Guy can't pay me on time. You go, what was that? What was that? <laughs> Do you like that?
I hope he starts signing off at the end. He goes, all right, Joe, good session. He goes, I've been Dr. Rubenfeld. Thank you very much. That's been my time. That's been my time. That's my time. I'm going to throw it back to the lobby girl. This this happened to me on the way here. This is pretty crazy. And you go, why would you start a therapy session like that? Because I'm, I'm seeing this new girl, Doc, and uh, we go to the mall. And he goes, got to go to the mall, right? Because... Uh, <laughs> women be shopping yeah, yeah. <laughs> shopping right you're like excuse me what he goes can i stop so you can stop a woman from shopping <laughs> he starts doing hacky he starts doing hacky premises that he thinks original or he goes you guys are gonna start dating and then uh she's probably gonna get you apple picking what is it with women loving <laughs> apple picking? i'm depressed i'm depressed my my uncle died yeah it's sad funerals are tough <laughs> Why they always bring a guy in his nicest suit, you know? Uh, no. Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like it was good. I, I took her to the wedding. She met my family, and it's just really good. Along, he goes, oh, you know, uh, with weddings, they should um, they should have to give the gifts back if they get divorced. And you go, what? <laughs> that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Yeah, weddings are funny. You know, they say after you get married, a lot of guys gain weight. Uh, I gained about 210 pounds. <laughs> Mother-in-law. <laughs> Dude, he's just doing old 80s premises because he thinks that they're original. Or he's like, fucking airline food, huh? He's like, what are they, what are they putting in there? He tries, to, he tries to play it off. You call him on it. You're like... It's not funny, dude. Stop writing bits on me. I'm dead serious. That's no, I'm dead serious. My mother in law's two hundred ten pounds and I inherited her. Well, doing it. You know, Joe, I can understand that. I'm a single man myself. You know, I think the four food groups are Oreos, cereal, eggs, and bacon. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> Joe, I Joe, I understand that you're I understand you're nervous to travel. You know, you get in that airplane, you don't know what's gonna happen. You know, it's crazy is the black box always survives. Why don't they just make the whole plane out of the black box? <laughs> I know, Joe. I know it's tough losing weight during this uh, pandemic. Uh, you might want to try a diet, uh, uh, seafood diet. I, uh, I seafood and I eat it. <laughs> Dude, it's been great if he thinks that you're such a shitty comic that you don't know comedy before you. So he just starts doing stuff where he goes, you know, my uh, my ex-wife cheated on me, you know, because she's a fucking whore. Oh, oh! <laughs> Are you doing Kinnison? Joe, listen, if your head's spinning and all the thoughts are going on, you got to say to yourself, i got to take a timeout. And you're a white guy. White kids always got timeout. <laughs> if you were black, that'd be different, because black kids got timeout from whooping that ass. Anyways, we're out of time. Thank you very much. Much love. Shucky ducky quack quack. Leave your check with the lady up front. <laughs> Yeah, I'll Doc, why do you keep saying that's it for me at the end of the session? <laughs> oh, dude. He goes, Joe, Joe, you have to take some time and really uh, help heal yourself. Two-thirds through the session, he goes, also, I'm going to be selling these uh, It's Your Parents' Fault t-shirts after the session. <laughs> Joe, have you, I, I honestly think you need to go into the next session knowing a little bit about professional whistling so that any time he hits you with like a, Geared, whatever his name is, dude. That's the, that's the guy. He fucking knows. Him. He's the world champion, dude. This is like that Pulling John documentary. This is about a world we don't know where I bet fucking the stakes are low, but they are so passionate about it.
it's one of those things where it's like it's so hard to do that nobody would ever do it because you're like, I'm not working that hard to get good at that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, By the way, I would be like, I don't want any kind of like, I don't want my bouncing off point guy to be a guy that when he's not helping me, sometimes dedicates time to whistling. Like, I can't, <laughs> I, I won't be able to process that when I go, I, I can't take his, well, Jay, have you thought about maybe making that phone call, even though it's difficult? And you're like, I'm just going to see him in a fucking, in a tuxedo on a very low rated TV showing at his highest moment. Go, Dude, that's yeah. the thing. It's going to be some people who who look so serious about it, and then so. By the way, the girl in the dress up there looks like her fucking dad still makes her go to these. Like she's whistling. It looks against her will. Who was? I hope. The guy. Look, there's the guy. There's Greer or whatever his name is. Geert. Geert. Dude, put some respect on the guy's name. He's the fucking world class. Look at the bad boy of whistling, by the way, with the mohawk. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's That's we're about to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> look, at that, look at that bad boy. Look at that girl in that red dress right there. She's like doing it. She's like, all right. She's the Russian one. She has no emotion in it. She just does it great and hard. Jay, by the way, that's everything 100% she... the one that'll fuck at the conference. <laughs> that's the one she that did... fucks. No, no, no. The one, a few overs. The one, a few overs is the one who's going to fuck. Yeah, yeah, her. She whistles. Yeah, that she girl. Destroys. That girl's ready to fuck. Yeah, that got lost. <laughs> she won three trophies <laughs> that night, dude. <laughs> Guys, I'm ag- I know I'm aggressively jumping in here, and I don't want to get anybody's scopes up. I think I'm not kidding. I think I might see my therapist. <laughs> not kidding. Shut up, dude. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Go left. <laughs> Get to the other side, Evans. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, that could be him four years ago. Wait a second. Are you- <laughs> Wait a minute. Can't we? No oh, shit. Yes. Guys, I think that's him. <laughs> oh, so he's like in it. He told me he's one of the Christine, few. Christine, you can't say he's like in it when this is the highest level of it. This isn't fucking, this isn't just sitting around a fucking oil barrel on fire. This is the MMWs. And they just, let's say they took a podium out of a synagogue where they're doing it at. This guy is one of the forefathers of bird talking. I don't want to blow up his spot on air, but I'm going to look on my phone right now. Shit. I have his last name written in the other room. Fuck. Go get it. Justin's oh. <laughs> from 2015. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, Joe, if it fucking you know, comes Joe, would you just Would you just know if you saw the name? Yeah, of course. Okay. This is so great. Uh, all right. Let's see this. Uh, hold on a second. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I figured first shot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! Is it him right here? Oh, yay or nay? But you know, completely. You hear my reaction? Oh shit! I'm not gonna tweet this out, but oh. this guy, hold on, Joe. Your fucking therapist is a grand champion. Dude, dude, he's whistling Entertainer of the Year three times. He's also featured. He's also featured in a feature-length documentary film, Pucker Up. Bring that up. Bring it up. Bring it up. Bring up Pucker Up. The fucking trailer for Pucker Up. God damn, dude, he's been on the Today Show. He's doing. No wonder he keeps talking the biz with me. He's been around the block. Honestly, got more credits than I do. DeRosa, you're you're lucky to to have insight into this guy's brain. Dude, this world is so small. We looked up the first thing of whistling, and he showed up.
The only whistler we know now is in the fucking final song of the MM dubs. He's like, Joe, sorry, I'm late for the meeting. I had a threesome last night. (laughs) Sorry. He's crushing it. Start whistling. You start whistling. Next thing you know, two women are mama dogging you, sucking on your piece. Damn, Joe. I wish we weren't on Zoom right now, or I'd let you know what Cindy Crawford smells like. (laughs) I had Tori Spelling, Joe. (laughs) I had her in every way I wanted. Don't whistle lies, Joe. I'm going to tell you how I see it. <laughs> there he is. This is him. He looks like he owns an Italian restaurant, and this is what he does at night while they're serving the fucking port. He goes, That guy's put on cologne every day of the quarantine. <laughs> I wanted to cancel our se- terminate our sessions because he goes, I heard your little radio show, and I guess I'm just a fucking joke to you. And I go, no. <laughs> At first you were, but then I fell in love. <laughs> Hey, but then I heard the work. I saw the talent and the passion. <laughs> You're mocking me with your buddies on your little radio show about me, but you know what they don't know? I've had them all. Kathy Ireland, Candace Bergman, <laughs> Krista Dish, Tear Bear. He goes, I went through all of them. I am a whistling gigolo. <laughs> That's so funny. I hope he's your birth father. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why don't one of you guys who also tag Sybil Shepherd in the fucking bug make a joke How yeah. About that, huh? yeah hey everyone here who's gotten his dick sucked by l mcpherson raised their hand oh i guess it's only me raising my hand oh that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy i dress like i run a funeral parlor absolutely i couldn't go to a therapist who let me know that therapy was his second passion <laughs> yeah your passion is entertaining people on stage somehow even the way he says it, even the way he says it in a session where he goes, well, I, I do this to keep the lights on. <laughs> really, what drives me is uh, it'd be great if his whistle tunes all had names They're like, what's the song called? He goes, the sadness of Joe DeRosa. <laughs> yeah, it's all based on his clients. What? Goes, this one is this one's called the uh, this one's called the rape of Kristen Gibretti. And you go, who is she? Goes, yeah, yeah. This one's called Michelle won't leave her abusive husband because she's afraid that she financially can't support herself and her children. Fear of intimacy of Stephen Green. <laughs> Night terrors parentheses that a guy named Freddie Gibbs has. Yeah. <laughs> He's called Tim got raped by his grandpa. It goes a little something. Yeah. Like it's a think piece. <laughs> this one comes in four parts. <laughs> It's called the trial of a pedophile that was trying to get better. <laughs> Here we he go. Goes, he goes, this next one's called, uh, he never took his shirt off around his mother. Hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. East on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on all social media at the Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.